0: Hello, Raymond. Hello. Oh. You right, all right. Jackson 5? Uh, Michael Jackson, right right between Jackson 5 okay. and uh, Off the Wall. Gotcha. love cool, song. Uh, a little bit of Michael Jackson news at the end of the show, towards the news. So,
1: Yes, he has passed.
0: He has passed. In the filming a movie. Some casting stuff came out today and yesterday, so yes. we we'll talk about that. Kinda get that uh, Michael Jackson '80s feel from this song, compared to the Jackson Five stuff. I love this song. So, where are we starting the show today? We're gonna start off with the Fat Fox. couple of, uh, new items I want to talk about. Uh, I think it was last year, the Pillsbury brand came out with a frigid- refrigerated banana bread, I believe. And they're going to be coming out with an apple cinnamon bread. Uh, you, you, it's in a tube, you cut it, you put it in a loaf pan, cook it in the oven. You don't have to do any mixing, it's all mixed for you. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind trying either one of those. I haven't tried the banana bread one yet either, but, uh, I wouldn't mind trying those. Uh... New, two new cereals I want to bring up. One is a Uber Eats exclusive. If you order Taco Bell through Uber Eats this week, you can actually get a box of this through. I'm not sure if it's around here. I can't remember where it was, but it's around the country. Um, cinnamon Twist cereal, based off of their uh, little mini churro uh, cinnamon twist that they have. Um, it's kind of their dessert type of fried thing that they have at Taco Bell. Um, if you order Uber Reese to talk about I believe I believe it's limited, but it's probably not in this area, but um, you can order a box of this uh, limited edition cinnamon twist cereal. I, I do love the cinnamon twists. I haven't had them they're, in years, but I used to love them. yeah, they're pretty good. Um and crumble cookies coming out with a new cereal by Kellogg's. basically looks like cookie crisp with a crumble cookie logo on it if I had to say, but that's all it's gonna be. yeah, that's all it's gonna be. so um, and Sun Kiss coming out with a new orange, uh, strawberry, strawberry orange flavor. Uh kids known for their orange soda. This is a strawberry orange flavor. And yeah, that's basically it for food news this week. Um, so, let's talk about what we watched this week. Last week, we talked a lot about TED. TED 1 and 2. We talked about the first episode of TED. How, how great the show is. We've watched the whole entire series, season now. Getting rave reviews. It has the biggest opening weekend for Peacock ever for any series. A lot of people are saying it's hilarious. We're saying it's hilarious. It's a show, if you love Ted, you need to watch this show. It is funny from episode 1 to episode 7. It is hilarious. Lots of funny moments. Set in the 90s, 1993, you see Johnny... As a, as a kid in high school, Ted goes to high school with him. A lot of shenanigans happening from that time period of growing up as a teenager. You, If you were a teenager, you know what kind of stuff you had to grow up and do and went through. Tackles everything. A um, couple of things of note I wanted to mention. Anne McKellen is a narrator in a couple of these episodes instead of uh, Patrick Stewart, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, the Christmas episode number uh episode number six was fantastic as well as the sex ed episode which is the last episode of the uh, season (laughs) episode seven um yeah it was just it's just a funny funny uh, show what's
1: your favorite moment from the show
0: um i think the sex ed episode is probably my favorite especially (laughs) when he starts filleting the banana yeah or starts fucking with a banana but yeah it's uh it's a great 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 show right yeah. well seth MacFarlane did a great jo- job bringing this on to uh, screen considering the movie hasn't been out in what pff, almost 10 years or at least seven or eight so. yeah um, i think the second
1: one came out in 2015
0: yeah. i like
1: the uh the one about um <laughs> uh, when they're talking about how white the school is and what was it like a korean kid and they're like yeah but they got him He's like, they, yes. they, who, who, who's that? They? Who's that? He's like, ah, they just they got him. <laughs> Which is hilarious because Mark Wahlberg was once c- convicted of beating up a Vietnamese guy in Boston.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: And then, of course, the other part when they're talking about the uh, going to war. And the father's like, you don't know what war's like? I had to jack off a dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who, Whose dog? What? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> That's a great, great moment. Um, Yeah, I enjoyed most of it. And, of course, the clip that was circulating before I even started the show was that one where johnny's mother starts being the substitute yeah and ted ted roasts that girl oh my god the whole show was great
0: it's great little little moments little great funny fun moments uh yeah go watch it's on peacock right now the whole entire season um probably gonna be picked up for a season two because it's 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 a highly successful show for them for nbc peacock universal so um i like that kid who plays johnny um he doesn't sound yeah. like that in real life, we mentioned that last week, He's nope. uh, he almost sounds a little effeminate, like he may be uh, uh, LBGTUQ or whatever, but who knows, maybe he's just a nerd, because nerds can sound like that too, so, um, self-reliance on Hulu, talked about it last week, this is Jake Johnson, watched it last week. You got night.
1: around to watch it. you did watch it okay, I did I watch did not, it, but uh, um,
0: go ahead. It's okay. I kind of figured it would, the trailer, things like these, the trailers kind of uh, hype up something, make you want to watch it. trailer at a lot of the good moments. And it's about a guy who gets um, pretty much ambushed by Andy Samberg, who I think produced this, um, and he, he gets sent into a game, a 24 hour, uh, no, 30 days, that's what it was, 30 day game to survive. It's on the dark web, and he thinks there's cameras everywhere. It, it gets to the point where you're wondering if he's gone psycho, if it's real because it's on the dark web. There's no real. There's no real cameras. It almost makes you think like, is he having these visions? Is he? Is this really happening to him? At some points of the show, and then at the very end, I won't get into it because you haven't seen it, and I don't want to spoil it. But there, <laughs> there is a scene at the very end where um, kind of proves that everything was happening, but yeah um, um
1: from what i heard uh it it's very much like american psycho for most of the movie where that like you don't know yes. if it's happening to him or not and then at the end i mean jake johnson when i heard him interviewed thought it was more ambiguous but the interviewers at the end after he got off were basically like it wasn't that ambiguous he kind of knew what was going on the entire time yeah, yeah um so um which i figured but uh yeah i do look forward to checking it out at least um i mean it's a I streaming see. movie streaming movies typically aren't great anyways yeah they hit at around 20 percent, i'd say yeah. <laughs> um so this is, this is at 70
0: thing. this is at 70 percent on rotten tomatoes right now good. um i meant 20 percent
1: is in like 20 percent of them are like actually good and worth yeah yeah,
0: yeah i know shimmy yeah okay um i i since i started watching this uh, i started watching new girl again i don't know if you ever yeah. watched new girl uh, i like funny, him a lot funny i have
1: because i'm a man but
0: um i like jake it, johnson it's it's a funny <laughs> it's a funny show i mean the three leads, never mind Zoe Dashnell, The three leads together, Schmidt, Jake Johnson, and um, Winston, are fucking fantastic as a group together.
1: Is that a half-hour show or an hour half
0: show? Half-hour half hour oh, okay. show. Um, it's on. I believe I don't know. It's a Fox show. I'm not sure where it's on, but I, I downloaded. Probably it. It Hulu. Like,
1: it's it was like 14, it was on Hulu.
0: It was like fourteen like ninety nine for a whole entire series on iTunes. Wow. I bought it a couple of weeks ago. Um, but yeah, it's a hilarious show. Um, I suggest watch that um yeah self-reliance there's a lot of stars in this there's uh cameos uh, like i said andy sandberg i think produced it he's a cameo a couple times um in the trailer they showed christopher lloyd from back to the future he's in it he plays a person a p- person in his life um yeah and then one of the girls from uh, Shit's creek the uh the one who manages the hotel she is also in this as well as is his sister so there's a lot of uh, quick cameos um, and, uh, uh, what's her name from lives, uh, grew up in Portland. I can't, uh, she was in the twilight movies and, um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but Kristen Stewart. Nope. Um, she was in the twilight movies and she was also in the, uh, pitch perfect movies. <clears throat> she had that cuffs song. <clears throat> I can't think of her name right now, but she's in it as well. Um, so that's it. That's all I watched this week. Did you watch anything else before we get into this? Just still going through
1: Arrow a little bit. It's all right. Um, How's your watch going? Good. I'm midway through, or probably about 10 episodes into season six, so I'm cooking along still. I just throw it on in the background, and when something, when a, a good arc is coming up, you can kind of tell, and that's when I kind of pay attention, um, but still not bad. They brought in uh, Vigilante and Adrian Chase, and they changed it around, so Adrian Chase wasn't actually the Vigilante in the show. The Vigilante was someone else. Okay. Adrian Chase was another bad guy. Um. But they sprinkle a little Easter eggs here and there, which I before I saw Peacemaker, I never would have put those two together because I never even really heard of it. Like, I'd heard of him, but yeah. I had no idea his name was Adrian Chase or any of that. Right. Um, but, yeah, so far, so good. Um, still working through it. I just skipped a few episodes because they were during one of those arcs with the Flash show, and that yeah, doesn't really sucks. affect what's going on in the main storyline with Arrow. Because yeah. yeah. um, right now, like, the FBI yeah. is after him because they've pretty much figured out who the fuck the Arrow was. Um but yeah, so that's, that storyline keeps me intrigued. And like I said, they brought back Slade Wilson for a couple episodes this season, which was really good. Um, so I mean, it's been okay. The first three seasons were excellent. I really enjoyed that binge. And now it's just kind of very, very hit or miss depending on where they go with each episode. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've really watched outside of, uh, watching Ted, which I've actually watched Ted like twice or one and a half times through now. I just threw it on the other day and watched a few more episodes.
0: Definitely so, a show. Definitely I, a show you, mean, can a rant, you can throw rent and you throw on in the background. Definitely. Yeah, it's like
1: it's like it's gonna be like a comfort show for me, like yep. Psychus, yep. like a show that I can just keep
0: watching. Yep, I can't wait to I can't wait to see another season of that. So, yeah. uh, we decided pretty much halfway through the week. Kevin had watched King of Kong. Now, if you've never seen King of Kong, I think we may have brought it up before on the podcast. Well, so news came
1: out, which we'll get to in a bit, and that's what made me think of watching King yeah, of Kong. Some news, and some news it came out, in,
0: so. Some news came out on this. Uh, this movie has been at, uh, fuck 15 years ago this movie came out. It was a documentary. Two thousand seven. Now this documentary is all about Donkey Kong. The arcade Donkey Kong. Set in two places. It's set in the Midwest in Iowa, I believe. And also in Winnipesaukee, New Hampshire. I've been to Fun Spot. I don't know if you've ever been up there before. I'm sure you of have. Of course I have. Um, yep. Fun Spot is an arcade. has a bunch of bunch of games. A whole entire floor dedicated to arcades. Um, and they have an original Donkey Kong straight from the manufacturing year that it was first put out on display there where people go to do records for record breaking scores. And and For years, since 1985 I believe, Billy Mitchell was the top score of that game. And then the whole entire documentary is about this one guy from the Midwest who comes in he actually has his own Donkey Kong game in his house he starts playing it and he beats Billy Mitchell's high score and sends it into Twin Galaxies which is the group that reviews video games and a whole bunch of corruption happens with Billy Mitchell and that's where the documentary kind of goes yep Billy Mitchell he is. He has a hot sauce restauranteur. He makes his own hot sauce. It's called Rick, I think Ricky's hot sauce. Richie's hot sauce. Yeah, Ricky's. Ricky's. Have you ever tried that? I, I messaged you. No, last we time. gotta
1: get it for the. We gotta get this for the pod. We do it.
0: have to get this for the pod. After I saw it on Amazon, we're gonna get a two pack. So yeah. Billy Mitchell is the villain of this movie. Billy Mitchell goes behind the scenes. Talks talks to the referees of Twin Galaxies. And gets them to throw out Steve Steve Wiebe, who is the guy who's trying to break his record. Steve Wiebe's record that broke him, because he recorded it at his house. Um, he thought they thought that the uh, machine was corrupted to the point where he actually sent people to Steve Wiebe's house, and without without uh, kind of there's like the fucking themselves. Gestapo. It was like <laughs> Men in Black. They went in there. They went in there and they and they tore apart his machine. To see if there's any fuckery going on with it. Took, a, took it apart. Looked at all the uh, the uh, chips inside. And there's something in there. Where it, was sent, it was sent by one of Billy Mitchell's rivals since the 80s. Do you remember the guy's name? What his nickname was? I don't. But it was I just say funny. one thing
1: though about Steve Wiebe? Is, even though he's kind of like the, the blue collar guy. The American he's the, guy. He's
0: kind of the hero. He, the American guy. Yeah.
1: also kind of a piece of shit. There's this scene. There's that scene where he's like playing Donkey Kong, and his wife's in the background. His fucking kid has like shit in their diaper, and he's like, "Can't help you now, honey. Can't help you now. I'm practicing, (laughs) practicing, honey."
0: Yeah, he's a he's a teacher. Um, Steve Levy is a teacher. He uh, he was a baseball player. He's very hand eye coordinated, so that's where he gets this. um, His they even talk
1: about him being on the spectrum.
0: Yeah, kind of being on the spectrum a little bit, this is before the spectrum was really a topic of uh, discussion, but actually probably right around the time it started becoming yeah. a country-wide thing. But um, yeah, the whole entire documentary, if you've never seen this documentary, it's about an hour and 20 minutes. It's fantastic. Um, and it, ta- it talks about Billy Mitchell going in, um, kind of being the villain scoundrel behind the scenes and, and, and trying to corrupt... Everything Steve Weeby does to the point where Steve Weeby has to come up to Fun Spot up in New Hampshire and actually do the score in person. And he actually does beat the Donkey Kong score, gets to the kill screen. (laughs) There's a great scene in the documentary where one of the guys, uh, Kevin, what's his name? The guy that goes around behind him and tries to, uh, Uh, Billy Koo? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's Koo.
1: It's like he has this, uh... This colored button-up shirt, and I was telling Ray about this. And it's like he just got it out of the package, like the pins were still sticking yes. up, like he just got got home from the JCPenney or Filene's yep. with a brand new shirt. Yep. Yeah, that guy is uh, something else.
0: Yeah, he's standing over, he's standing over Steve Weavy's shoulder, trying to kind of distract him while he's trying to get to this high score of Donkey Kong. Adding pressure. Basically. Adding the pressure, yeah. Um to the point guys, where he actually guys we, we might
1: have a kill kill screen here, guys. Kill screen, Donkey yeah, Kong, kill screen, guys.
0: <laughs> yes, he goes around he's try, he tries to get everybody who's playing arcade games throughout the whole entire fun spot to come over and watch him while he's trying to get to this very end of, of Donkey Kong, the kill screen. The kill screen is where back in the day they didn't have enough memory on these machines, so the game just abruptly quits and Mario dies, he spins. Um yep. So they finally, so he Steve Weeby beats Billy Mitchell's record in fun spot. So it's an official score. Um, the referee, I can't remember his name. He's a lead, he's a run, he's a one oh my that God. runs twin galaxies. And he's got
1: he's got like the Footlocker like referee shirt on. Yes, oh my yes, God, yes. I forgot to take his name down.
0: Yeah, but he um he Walt he,
1: his name is Walt. Walt, isn't Walt yes,
0: yep, yes, and he uh, he recognizes Steve Weeby's score, and he he goes and puts it in the computer. And then this this guy who the guy who is trying to fuck with Steve Wiebe while he was doing this ends up bringing a tape the next day that Billy Mitchell sent of him recording at his house breaking the score years ago. He said he's been holding on to the tape for good keeping just in case something like this didn't ever he, happens. Didn't he
1: send it off with this like eighty year old woman that is, yes. like is like the world champion Kubert? Q- B- Kubert, yes. <laughs> and he's like he's like you. He's like, you can get, you can die, you can get arrested, but you do not lose this tape. This yep. tape is everything. Yep. So, <laughs> so the tape,
0: the tape gets sent to Fun Spot to Twin Galaxies, and and Steve Loubie gets knocked out of the top rankings, and Billy Mitchell goes back into the top rankings in a, in a weird move. Also, uh, going back looking at the tape, there's a lot of glitches in Billy Mitchell's tape, which a lot of people think he edited. Um, but. Towards the end, I mean, that's kind of where the documentary ends. The end of the, the end of it is a little bit stretched on where Steve Weebey is still trying to break the record. I think eventually he does break it. Um, yeah. We'll talk about a little bit of what happened after. Now the twin, the 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 top score was like one million and forty seven thousand. That's what it ended up being by the end of the documentary. The top score now in 2024 is, I believe, one million two hundred and twenty-four thousand. So a lot of people, because of this documentary, have gone in um, and actually beat the score. And some of them had done it in in uh, either Twin Galaxies or Fun Spot and actually beat it in person. And there's a lot of them that are that high. So it's 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 that score is is very small now. Uh, I, don't, I don't even believe Steve Wiebe's in the top ten anymore um billy mitchell is in the top three he well now he is little bit of update uh, a couple of years ago billy mitchell was kicked out of the rankings completely erased from him because they found evidence from this documentary of him using um donkey kong programming that wasn't it was um, enhanced, enhanced. It wasn't, it wasn't the true stuff that came out of the factory right. back he, in the day. He modded it. He modded, he modded it. it. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. And so everybody at Twin Galaxies deleted him, erased him from from record. Billy Mitchell went in, sued Twin Galaxies, sued them. Because this is his this is his whole, whole his whole life. They show archive footage of nineteen eighty five of him as a teenager standing in front of a Donkey Kong machine because he was a record breaker in nineteen eighty five. So this is his whole life. Besides selling hot sauce, this is Billy Mitchell's life.
1: I I think doesn't he say in the documentary like I'm Warner Kong and I'm Warner of Hot Sauce, I'm a winner in life.
0: Something <laughs> yes, like that. Like, something like that. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> Billy Mitchell, even though he's a villain, he has some great some yeah. great moments. I mean, this is all you, nerds. This is all nerds. Did you sensor. ever see
1: the uh, the sequel documentary?
0: No, I was wondering about the if snake. They did. No, no,
1: no. About the snake game. Oh my no. god, that's Billy Mitchell's in that too, but he's not the bad guy. So he's like just like you actually get to see Billy Mitchell when he's not like hamming it up for the cameras like as the bad guy. Because I'm sure going into this documentary, they kind of knew that he'd be the guy that would be the quote unquote bad guy. Yeah. Um, but it it was on Amazon for the longest time. It probably still is because I watched it. 2017. Roger, I watched this for the first time.
0: Wow. Yes, I told you about it. I think I told you about this.
1: You told me about this, and then I checked out the first episode of Dork I checked out was about this, and that's what made me watch it, because you had it on the voodoo. And, um, yeah, the sequel one's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, they should make a new sequel now. I mean, fifteen years later, because there's a lot of shit that happened. Like I mentioned, yeah. he was kicked out of the records, and this week, the reason we're bringing this all up now is this week, Twin Galaxies announced that they're restoring all of his historical records held by him, Billy Mitchell, um, because of after this multi-year dispute, um, they went in and realized that yeah, this uh, this is real. He he had some real records here. We're not going to delete it all. Um, basically, what it was was. Um, he sued them in 2019 for pretty much def- defamatory mo- remarks from from Twin Galaxies. In um, a statement on January 16th, which was three days ago as we're recording, um, uh, Twin Galaxies uh, promised to reinstate Mitchell on its leaderboards and to permanently remove the cheating allegations as well as all related statements and articles from its websites. So yeah, they. Um, I, I guess the. Um, the lawyer push on their neck probably because he did threaten to sue them. So yeah, 2018 Mitchell's high scores were removed from the twin galaxies. Um, considered one of the foremost high score leaderboards online. Um, they're also, they also work with, um, with, um, Guinness world records. They do the official world, world records for a lot of video games. Um, uh, his submissions were questionable. Um, Evidence submitted submitted to Mitchell's high score showed images that could have not been generated from unmodified original Donkey Kong arcade arcade hard, hardware. Um, the current high score, like I mentioned, is one million two hundred seventy-two thousand. So yeah, it's it's crazy. Robbie Robbie Lakeman beat that in twenty twenty-one. Um, so yeah, I would love to see a continuation of this. I know Steve be still trying to break this record. I've seen I've seen stuff like that where he's, where he goes to different uh, arcades and tries to beat it. Um, he gets close he gets like 100, 120 uh, uh, 1,200, or 120 I can't remember what it exactly was but he gets close um, but God that's a lot of time and he said I think it takes like two I think it's like two and a half hours to stay, to sit in front of those machines to get that high of a yeah score.
1: The, um, like that. the sequel documentary about snake is there are parts of that where like he has to take like a 12 like he has to play that game for like 24 hours to get the record. Yeah. So he has to get his it's crazy. We we definitely gotta check that out. Because 'Cause it's been a while since I've seen it and you would love it. Um Yeah, I mean yeah. This documentary is it's almost it feels like a mockumentary at times. Yes, because these people are so outlandish and you're like, These can't be real people. Like I was telling you the guy that like retired in his thirties and he's like talking about what he does every day. He's like I get up, I eat three hard boiled eggs, I burn my bacon, and then I go play awesome video games all day. Like these people are like not real people. Yeah, um, it's insane, but I fucking love this documentary. I probably watch it once every year, year and a half.
0: The other thing I wanted to bring up: the guy who directed this, Seth Gordon, directed yep. not only this; he directed Four Christmases, um, yep. Identity Theft with um, with um, Justin Bateman, or what's it? Yep. Uh yep. He did uh, Baywatch. The Baywatch and Horrible Bosses, which is a Horrible fantastic bo- fucking. Movie. He was.
1: He's the showrunner of the Goldbergs. I think he's the showrunner of the Goldbergs, or he's just done a bunch of Goldbergs episodes. Oh, maybe. He did well, he's, some, done, he's done. He did he's done, done, he's done, some, done
0: The Office, Parks and Rec. He's done Office, Mother Parks Family. and Rec. Yep. Yep. So he's done a lot after after this. Um, but King, yep. of, King of Kong and Horrible Bosses are, her, are his two movies that are very yeah. very highly successful. He got he got those from doing King of Kong. But great documentary. Um, very quick an hour and twenty minutes I think. And uh, yeah like I said there's there's kind of a uh, good versus evil story there so um, all right so let's get into the news and it's not a news seven without the trailer around it uh, we're talking about a movie trailer first the movie trailer is spaceman coming out on Netflix starring Adam uh, Adam Sand uh, Adam well Adam Sandler almost said Andy Sandberg. Um, this is a drama set in space. Um, this is uh, Adam Sandler in space. Dramatic. Um, Paul Dano plays this inter- interdimensional spider. This on the spaceship almost makes you think that he's having visions of this weird spider on the spaceship. Hmm. But yeah, um,
1: I like uh, I like serious Adam Sandler, so I'm definitely gonna check it out. In fact, to me, a lot of his best stuff in the last 20 years has been his serious stuff. Like, I loved Un- Click. Uncut, I, uncut, I, uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. A, a great movie. Click *Click* started off as a comedy, but it gets into some really deep, heavy themes. It does. Um, so I wasn't expecting that at all. Like, that movie like makes you tear up by the end. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all for any dramatic Adam Sandler. I haven't been a fan of anything he's done comedically in...
0: 20 years? God. Maybe yeah. even more than that?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: 90s. I'm trying to think.
1: Like Big Daddy era. When was that? Like 2002? To, yeah. Or was 2000, that, like 2099?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Like that era was the last time I liked him a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right about that. Um, the other thing, uh, the other thing we wanted to bring up this week was a trailer for a new video game based off Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. And this is a Xbox Xbox exclusive. Um Trailer looks fantastic. Um, Troy Baker, who does the voice of Joel in The Last of Us, is doing the voice of Indiana Jones. Sounds just like yep. Harrison Ford, I think. Um, but they're bringing—it's kind of a sequel to the original Indiana Jones, is set in set in the 1940s, 1930s, by the looks of it. Um, looks like the old Indiana Jones, uh, definitely aged. We won't but, be playing it because it's on Xbox, and we don't have that. So yeah. But
1: you know what? I don't really care because we're it which is probably going to be better.
0: Although this does look it pretty does, good. It does look like Uncharted. Um, it looks a lot like Uncharted. And, I mean, Uncharted
1: is just Indiana Jones ripoff, so...
0: Yep. This is just a ripoff of itself. It's like a... <laughs> yep. It's like a ripoff... It's like a ripoff Matrix. Yeah. So
1: it's like... It's like the original Star Wars, just ripping everything off and then becoming... Fucking... <laughs> it's its own thing by the end of it. Who knows? Uh, <coughs> I'll, I'll look forward Zach to Snyder. it. won't play. <laughs> yeah. Probably won't be playing it because I don't have an Xbox.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um... Box office last weekend, Mean Girls musical was 28.6 million. Beekeeper, which you saw, sixteen point five second, 16.5 yep. a second. And Waka still number three, 8.4 million. Yep. That movie's been out for almost two months now, so yeah, doing pretty yeah, good. Yes,
1: so made it just over 500 million, so not bad.
0: On Monday were the Emmys. We're going to talk about it right now. A movie that I'm, or a TV show that I'm probably going to be watching in the next couple of weeks, Beef, because all I hear about is how great it is. And Stephen Yen, this one for Best Outstanding Limited Series, Beef. Um, Ali Wong, won for that series as well, Outstanding Actress, and and uh, Stephen Yen, won for Outstanding Actor. Uh, a movie I haven't seen. I also hear is great. Yeah. Or, or the limited series Black? Bird. I reviewed it last year. It's okay, fucking
1: phenomenal. This guy is this actor. Um, yes. Paul Walter Paul Walter Hauser
0: huge wrestling is, fan
1: he is he's fucking he's I became a fan of him because in Cobra Kai he plays this guy that's in his 20s and he's like trying to learn karate with all the high schoolers so he's like kind of like one of the com- comedic release of that show but he was also in that movie about the Atlanta bombing yes I was gonna say that um he's been in like he's a really really good actor and he's fantastic in Blackbird I highly recommend that acting all across the board in that movie is great nice. I mean that limited series
0: Yeah, he won for outstanding actor. Yeah, supporting actor, Um, outstanding supporting actress, uh, Nisi Nash for uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer story that came out last year. Makes sense. Outstanding comedy actress. I I do like the show Abbott Elementary. Quinton Bronson won for that. Um, Outstanding supporting actress Jennifer Coolidge for the White Lotus. Have you watched White Lotus? Have you watched White Lotus? I haven't either. I hear it's okay. Um, and now we're getting into the big awards. Um, Outstanding Actress, these are for Succession, Sarah Sarah Snook. Um, Outstanding uh, Supporting Actor, Matthew McFadden, for Succession. Uh, Outstanding Actor for a Drama, Kieran Culkin. I yeah. remember Kieran Culkin is... from fucking Home Alone when he pissed his <laughs> He's so
1: awesome in Succession.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, Outstanding Drama Series, Succession. And the big winner, I believe, and I think you would too, for uh, the whole entire night was The Bear. I know Kevin's been talking about The Bear. I've been talking about The Bear for a year. He's been talking about it for a couple years. Um, Outstanding Supporting Actress, uh, Eo Adivari, who plays the uh, actress.
1: You know she's from Boston?
0: Yep, I do. I don't know if we
1: talked about when she was on The Bear, but yeah, she's from Boston.
0: Um, Outstanding Supporting Actor, Iban Mas Bakarok from uh, The Bear as well. Um, Hashtag That's My Thing. That's My Thing as well. Um, Outstanding Actor in a Comedy Series, Jeremy Allen White. Now, so funny, because I've been watching Shameless... Watching Shameless, he is fantastic and shameless in Shameless. Did he ever he win have been no- in Shameless? He should have been nominated because he's great in Shameless, okay. too. I think he's better in Shameless in some scenes than he was in The yeah. Bear. Um, and outstanding comedy series The Bear beat Ted Lasso. Beat uh, what was the other? There was another big show. Well, the big one was we'll talk was about a Succession. It in a it was Succession. Oh, a
1: comedy series. Um, yeah,
0: it's not it, it, beat, it beat a lot of them, but uh. Uh, Ebon Moss Bacharach and Maddie Matheson both, uh, kissed during their yep. every <laughs> So yeah, that was funny. Um, Emmy snubs, better call Saul. I think it was 50, Was yeah. it 52 records, uh, 52 think record so, yeah. nominations lost every Never single won. one of them. Yep. Um,
1: they, uh, they had a hard time cause they ran up against the finale of like Game of Thrones. They ran up yep. against, which I mean, it's almost like a send off to a lot of these shows. Succession was the same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, it sucks. I feel bad for them, but, uh.
0: It's a, a great Emmys, show. The Emmys had a lot of cast reunions as well. They had a, they had one with Cheers, brought back yep. uh, Kelsey Grammer, Te- uh, Te- uh, Kelsey Grammer, Ted Nansen. Ted Danson. Holy shit! They um, also had a Martin one with Martin Lawrence, uh, Tisha Campbell. Um, they had, they also had a uh, Christina Applegate who has MS uh, received a standing o- ovation at the Emmys. Uh, she came out on, on it with a cane, um, started telling jokes, um, and Elton John. One from uh, his uh, farewell from Dodger St- Stadium live show, he was an Emmy for that. He's also an EGOT winner now, which means he's won an Emmy, Oscar, Grammy, and a Tony Award. Um, also, I wanted to bring this up before we get into the rest of the news. It's always, the sun- always sunny in Philadelphia. The whole entire cast came out for to uh, to present an award. And this is the very first time not only were they ever there, but they've never been nominated for the 16 years, and they kind of made fun of the uh, the whole Emmy situation and how they have never been nominated never been on the show never been asked to be on the show and all five of them were on there's pretty much because um, welcome to Wrexham won five awards so that's why they were all there but yeah it's I love that show haven't watched it in a while mm-hmm. I know you, I know you got it me into I can't it years believe the,
1: uh, I can't believe it never won any during it's big seasons we're never know during yeah it's not like the type of comedy also that award shows would go for right like it's not like I don't know just doesn't seem like their type of thing.
0: It's definitely a fan favorite. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. why that's why I made so much news of them being there. Um, all right, so let's get into the rest of the news. Uh, Alex Winter went on social media this week and, and said that Bill & Ted 4 is in the works and, and started the writing phase as we speak. Bill & Ted 3 was about 20 years too late, so I'm sure Bill & Ted 4 is going to be in the same realm of that. I don't know what, <laughs> who, who's really asking for it, but... Uh, we'll see. Jennifer Coolidge, who's talked about her in the Emmys. Uh, you know who's the asking the cast... for it is
1: the guy that's not Keanu Reeves that's in the movie. Yeah, He's no, asking to... for it. Yeah, <laughs> he gives a to do. Since...
0: <laughs> Um Jennifer Coolidge joined the cast of the Minecraft movie along with Jack Black. I think there was a couple other ones that were announced. Today. Yeah, I, was... I can't remember who they were. But uh... I think Jack
1: Black posted a picture of himself reading Minecraft for idiots on Instagram.
0: Okay. Um so yeah. <laughs> I I know you weren't playing it. I played it a little bit back in the day. Um nah. A24's uh, Civil War movie uh, coming out two weeks earlier now. It's uh, going to be coming out on April, 20, April 12, uh, 12th. Um, I can't wait for that The spring. Um, I wanted to bring up this movie. I don't know if you ever heard about this movie that was completely blackballed by um, Jerry Lewis. Um, the Day the Clown Cried. This is a movie about a German circus clown who, who was imprisoned by the Nazi concentration camp uh, for mocking Adolf Hitler. Um, he was forced to lure, lure children to their death in in the uh, in the in the in the camps during like the uh, the Holocaust. Um, he directed the film. He wrote the film, I believe, and he also starred as the main the main uh, clown, the main the main person in this story. The movie so, had so much stuff going yeah. on in the background. <laughs> he, he did it like fifty two years ago. I was
1: going to say so. This movie was filmed in the seventies,
0: something like that. Sixties, yep. yeah, seventies. And uh, this is after his pretty much after his big success to fame with him and uh, Martin Lewis, um, yep. but he did he did this movie. Um, he says it's great. A lot of people who saw the movie, who worked on the movie, say it was terrible. Um, not, not only because of the the time that he was depicting in the movie, but because of just the way, and there was a lot of controversy behind the scenes with him getting in fights with the director, producers, so on and so forth. Well, it's going to be filmed for the very, uh, going to be screened for the very first time in public in, I think, in a couple of weeks here. Um, his family is allowing it because he died a few years ago, Jerry Lewis. Uh, if you remember growing up, Jerry Lewis was in the telethons and all that shit, so. Yeah. Um, I did want to bring that up because it's, it's it's weird. It's a, one of those movies that you always hear about, I've always heard about, and it just never showed the light of day. It was completely put in, put in a vault and wasn't supposed to be released until a few years after his death, and, well, that's not happening now, so.
1: Who's uh was it John Malkovich that did that movie that's not being released for a hundred years?
0: Yes, yeah, he did. He
1: filmed yeah. a movie in like the mid two thousands that's yep. not going to be released for a hundred years.
0: Yep, yeah I saw that too. Um, Let's we'll get into a little bit of Marvel news. Uh, we watched, where uh, I watched Echo last week. Um, a lot of controversy with that show. Chris, friend of the podcast, uh, started watching it. Didn't like it. Understandably, I said it last week. I can understand why people wouldn't like this show. Um, the best part of it was Vincent D'Onofrio. But, uh, because of that show, and because of the success kind of of the show, um, it's rumored to see Foggy and Kieran, re- uh, return to, uh, uh, Daredevil Born Again, because it mm. seems to be more and more like a sequel, season four, to Daredevil. Um, I, I want to wait and see, but, uh, they've been talking, they've been talking about bringing back the Netflix series, uh... They're doing rewrites right now, re- rebooting it, so we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, also, another show that had been filming, and then the strikes happened. Then there's rumors that it got canceled. Well, they started resuming filming Wonder Man. Wonder Man, um, new set photos, tease the costume. Um, possible WandaVision connection, you can see in some of the pictures. Um, WandaVision's um, hex, hexagons. um you can see his suit a little bit there, but yeah. Who
1: is playing Wonder Man?
0: Um, Wonder Man is being played by the guy who played or uh, not Orm, uh, um, and walk Aquaman, the black, uh, the black guy, um. Oh,
1: uh, Manta?
0: Manta, yep. Yeah. Okay, that's right,
1: him. now I remember. I remember yep. when that news came out. Yeah, That's right.
0: Uh, Wonder Man is a weird character, um, yeah. I believe a mutant. I'm not sure if they're going to go down the mutant route with this or not, but, uh, it's going to be one of those last uh, last Disney Plus shows that got green light for original, and I think you're going to be seeing a lot more sequel-type characters for that. Um, s- spy photos from uh, Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool 3 came out um, with not only Deadpool and Logan, but a long-haired, samurai-looking Deadpool from another universe played by Ryan Reynolds with a man bun and long hair. <laughs> Uh, I just today
1: hope that suits only to make fun of other Marvel suits because that suit hurts my eyes.
0: It's very very bright, very shiny. So yeah, um, we'll we'll have to wait and see. It, there's always rumors of that of that showing different versions of Deadpool, and this is a con- confirmation yeah. of that. Um, Jonathan Majors' magazine Dream, a movie that was supposed to be distributed by uh, by uh, Searchlight. Which is a uh, which was uh, which is a Fox uh, Fox Searchlight Disney has officially been dropped by them, and they're now looking for new distribution. Um, we knew that hmm. was going to happen. Uh, this is after he was convicted of assault. How much and you have the bank
1: account? I'm sure we could get this for pennies on the dollar.
0: Five dollars. <laughs> Jonathan majors geek blur officially endorses five dollars for this movie. A Ge- geek blur production. Geek blur production. Da-da-da. Um. So let's we'll talk about a little bit about DC because there's not a lot of DC news this week. Um, the new Superman will have a sense of humor, says Rachel Bronison, who's playing uh, Lois Lane in the movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed the collaboration with James Gunn so far. Every single person involved in this production is such a perfect nerd for Superman. We're excited to put both of our both of our both put our own spin on things and honor the material we love so much. Um, yeah, that's all we can hope for. Um, the
1: uh... Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, she had that quote also about how marvelous the movie's going to be, and everyone's like, she's copying Marvel, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you know this was at the Emmy Awards when she's, like, been won, like, seven Emmys for that fucking show called The Marvelous Ms. Maisel? Yeah. Like, (laughs) get fucked. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, you described Superman like he should be described, and you're mad at it? Okay. Yeah. I mean... (laughs)
0: Yeah, fan- fandom. Fan- <laughs> Ugh, it's awful.
1: It. It's Star yep. Wars fandom is fucking terrible right now. DC fandom is terrible. Marvel fandom isn't doing so well. Nope. It's a mess across the board.
0: Yep. Um, Ghostbusters fandom. Ghostbusters uh, Frozen Empire. Inspired by the real Ghostbusters animated series. It's going to be wild, the original, as weird as fuck to, uh, for the villains. Um, the director has said in to the Empire magazine article that came out this week. Um, yeah, I can't wait for this movie. I know. Uh, Should be fun. Title's weird, but it's set in this frozen New York City, so it looks really cool. I Um, like that, uh,
1: they're basing it off the animated series, also. Or that it got inspired from the animated series.
0: Imagine, imagine you were in a car on a highway, and you flipped your car.
1: I got you, brother.
0: And all of a sudden, you see an NWO shirt coming (laughs) through your car window, (laughs) getting you. From your flipped vehicle Fight
1: for what's right. Fight for your life.
0: Hulk Hogan Played good Samaritan Got this person out of a flipped car Rescued them until the uh, police and paramedics Came to save her uh, Hulk Hogan Another story you can add to the notch of stories <laughs>
1: it's hilarious too because I just watched the body cam footage of him arriving to the scene and his son got the DUI oh I'm sure that's seen horrible it. too I, it's, it's floating around on Twitter since this news came out um and so I watched it's like a six minute clip it's it's pretty entertaining
0: yeah Hulk Hogan <laughs> Hulk Hogan has another story he can tell um Highlander movie will be uh, directed by John Wick director Chad uh whatever his name is
1: Stalansky Stalansky Stalansky, Stalansky. yep
0: yeah. uh yeah so that'll be good it'll uh, be very John Wick-esque I guess um, starring Henry Cavill, that was confirmed this week. Um, there's going to be a new Pinocchio unstrung horror movie from the filmmakers behind Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Um, they released a first look uh, picture of it this week. Um, I'm not sure what I think about that, and uh, I bet you, <laughs> I bet you, that, that nose is going to get into into a lot of problems. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Michael ba- Michael Jackson biopic. They cast the young Michael Jackson. Um, they are going to have a nine-year-old actor playing uh, Michael Jackson from the Jackson 5 era. Um, they also released the first picture of Jafar Jackson, his nephew, as him, uh, rehearsing for the movie. Dressed as Michael, almost looks identical. If you didn't know, if you didn't know it was Jafar, it looks just like him in the I'm, shadows. I'm sure he's so. been
1: doing shit like this too his entire life, like imitating yeah. his uncle.
0: Yeah, sure I mean, been doing that shit his whole it's life. It's like it's iconic. Your uncle is a superstar, so yeah, you probably look up to him. And, and I'm sure he used to do that mimic, shit like at family him.
1: parties, yeah, and shit to, you know.
0: Yeah, that movie is due in 2025. Um, good Jason year, Jason Reitman. Be a good year. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a huge year because everything that got pushed back from the strikes coming out next year. Yep. Um, Jason Reitman is making a movie about Saturday Night Live. Um, it's gonna be called SNL's 1975. Um, it's going to be about the debut night in October, 1975, in the, MT- uh, the NBC sketch show. Um, and it's currently in its 49th season. So next year will probably be a 50th anniversary special, I'm sure. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened in that first year. I know there's some fights between, um, um, Billy, uh, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. I know there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens behind the scenes with, um, with Lauren Michaels as far as telling him, don't be like, um, Levert, don't be like, um, All those variety shows, don't laugh. Don't, you can be be serious about this. Don't, don't lose character. Don't break character. So, be a lot of stories about that, I'm sure. So, I can't wait for that. Um, Polly Shore has filmed and is going to be releasing a short movie as, as him as a biopic of Richard Simmons. He does look a lot like Richard Simmons, um, but it's Polly Shore. Polly Shore hasn't had a decent movie ever, ever. But he had movies <laughs> in the nineties.
1: He's got, he's got movies that like were like cool and they came out like Biodome and uh, yes. Encino Man. Yeah. Um. They were like for their time they were fun. Moments, I mean, moments were like in time. Ten when they came out. So. Moments in time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> California Surfer like like uh, and the only reason he's popular is because his mother owned the comedy store, and that's yes. that's how he became famous. Um. So yeah, this is gonna be coming out. He's is he's gonna be releasing it. Um. I don't I don't know if it was uh um. Sundance or somewhere. They're going to bring it to a film festival. Short story. Him, They actually released a picture and a little bit of a video of him as Richard Simmons. Well, Richard Simmons, who's kind of been in hiding for a very long time, actually responded to this new footage, um, saying they never gave permission for this movie. He went into hiding after his mother died. Richard Simmons definitely closeted. Nothing wrong with that, but he's, he's kind of very private with his private life. Um, after his mother died, he fired... Every single one of them. This is his official response. Hi everybody, you may have heard that they may be doing a movie about me with Polly Shore. I have never given my permission for this movie, so don't believe everything you read. I no longer have a manager, and I long, no longer have a publicist. I just want to live a quiet life and be peaceful. Thank you for all your love and support, Richard. Um, so yeah, he is completely gone from Hollywood, um, and had no had no input on this, had no uh, no stance on it. So. Um, kind of protecting his legacy. He doesn't do any, any interviews. Doesn't even show up in public anymore. Just, uh, is a recluse in his own home, so. Um, so yeah, that's it for news. Holy shit. Um, next week, I want to try to watch Beef, at least an episode or two. I know it's a series. Um, I don't know what else we're going to watch, but. I think
1: it's only like six or eight episodes. Okay
0: i um, yeah, there's, there's another show Vamp right, for a minute I want to look it up Because I may actually Watch okay. this
1: Um, I recommend that Or checking out that uh, Show with the guy From Karate Kid um, That short Limited series I think it's on Apple um, uh, Blackbird Yes uh, Check out an episode Do that if you want I believe it's on Apple um, Have you
0: Have you Have you heard of Louder Milk? I don't think so With Ron Livingston from Office. Base. No, I have not. It, it's on Netflix. I hear it's fantastic. Very funny. Um, it's on Netflix. It just came out last week, I believe. Milk. Uh, actually, it's on uh, three seasons, so it's actually been out for three seasons, but I, oh. it, for some reason, it's, a lot of people are watching it right now. It must have just picked up for some reason, but, picked up Steam, but yeah, I hear like great things suits. about it. Maybe. Uh, three <laughs> like, seasons. Like, Suits,
1: remember Suits was out for like, all of a sudden it gets dropped on Netflix. And it's like the most streamed thing that Netflix has ever had more than Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, that's insane.
0: That's because Netflix is just such a huge wide span of not only where it's It's at. It's a big net. It's a big big net to cast
1: your audience. Because everyone has Netflix.
0: Yeah, so that's it for this week. Uh, A couple more weeks until we see some new movies. So um, until then, we're going to try to watch some backlog of stuff that we have. Kevin's going to continue his Arrow Watch. I'm going to continue my Shameless. I only have, I'm on season nine right now. Um, this is, I think, believe one of the last seasons with Fiona. Um, great show. I uh, yeah. suggest that. It's on, um, it's on Max, I, I think, believe. I think
1: the issue with uh, Lip never getting an, a nom for that is probably because the cast is so huge. And it's it always focused on the father and his sister. Because yeah. um, that guy was, I believe he won a few Emmys. Um, he did. I'm blanking yeah. on his name. But yeah, because that sure show was see. always, in the uh, earlier seasons, that show was always up for Emmy awards.
0: Yeah, so we'll, we'll be going in our backlog for the next couple of weeks until I think the next movie that comes out is Madame Web, maybe. Yep. I don't, Two I weeks. don't remember. Ugh, I think thought, right? Yeah. I think so. Week uh, Thursday. Ugh. But we'll watch it for the podcast. Also, going to watch Morbius. So mm-hmm. brace yourselves, people, because I am. Until then, we'll talk to everybody <laughs> next week. Peace. Peace.